What happened? Nothing. Can you turn your phone off? You smell, you smell good. What you wearing? Views expressed here are not supported by and do not reflect those of the Evening Rush Network. Viewer's discretion is advised. How are you this Thursday evening, a rainy day, live from New York? How are you, Nina? It's Chris. I'm good, Christopher. How about yourself? I am wonderful. Welcome to the Chris and Nina Real Estate Podcast, where we talk business, we talk real estate, and a little bit of social media. How are you doing? How was your week? A whole lot of social media. That's what I've been doing all week long. Yes, indeed. When you're in real estate, you got to market, 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 Yeah. and show. We've been trying to stay consistent on social media. It's so um, less intimidating, I should say. We are starting to enjoy it because we're finally getting used to it. So it's actually cool. Exactly. Um, and speaking of social media, um, are you on X, Nina? Am I on X, X, X? Why did I hear it before? Yes. because new social media? No, it's not new. Somebody who... I don't understand why. Decided to change the name of Twitter to X. I mean, is it a change of name or they may have sold? No, it's a change. Well, they sold it and then now they changed the name to X. So when somebody, when I think of X, I'm thinking of a, a drug. I'm not thinking of <laughs> social media, right? I'm not thinking of companies all day uh, sending x out like you know what i'm saying like i mean know? uh that's what they normally do when they sell out even a building when is under new management they replace the name but um so they really sold the social media platform is that is but, that but the, twitter changed the twitter to x this is one of the worst name changes i have ever heard of uh so probably they're trying to make it more clickable uh where you're going to be able to recognize it faster i mean i guess nothing good is connotated with the term x you think of x you think of adult films you think of x, I, that's what i just thought of. you think of drugs you know what i mean why couldn't it you know there's some great name changes cassius clay became muhammad ali we love muhammad <laughs> ali right irvin johnson became Magic. We love magic. Matter of fact, when I was in college, all the women loved a Magic Johnson. That's right. Yeah. But no, we got we got X. Well, I guess um, it's there, there must be something good behind it. So we shall see. I don't know. I'm so close to deleting that app. It's how much how much did they sell it for? Do you know? No, I don't. I don't. I don't know. Interesting. I, don't know. I, I 
I think we should look into that. Okay, yeah, very we should, interesting. But I'm not doing X, guys. I'm not doing it. Which platform was sold again? Twitter, you said? Yes, it's no longer Twitter. It's I, X. I don't know about Twitter either. I didn't like the name Twitter. I love the name Twitter. I used to like tweeting. <laughs> I don't like Xing. I don't want to X anything. Yeah, well, I didn't see it, honestly. But um, who cares? As long as we get to use it and um, use it for our benefit. Uh, we are very active on Facebook and Instagram, but I guess we should try that new platform. And out. TikTok. TikTok oh, be TikTok on fire. Too. Love yeah, me yeah, some yeah. Matter of fact, guys, we're going to put together a little uh, five borough dance and TikTok the hell out of it. Hey. <laughs> We're already dancing on TikTok. Oh, boy. You are? I mean, not me, myself. Oh, but- no, 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 guys. We're going to get Nina the Great over here. You know. <laughs> I don't know about that. Yeah. You're going to see her do the, the Harlem Shake. You know? Yeah. No. <laughs> um, but good news this week. We got another building, a uh, full building for rent. We're so excited. I really, um, that night that I actually posted, the night that we continued in uh went out with yes. the office that you didn't come to. Uh, we had, we were, what? What are you looking at? We that put was, it in guys, the guys, guys. Nina invites you out like in the midnight hour. Like, like, like you don't have a family and kids. Like, <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> like, like you, like if you have other plans and you messing with Nina, you might as well cancel them. Like it was, it was like, don't oh. make me bet you right now. Like out of nowhere, you want to, you want to go to the edge. I'm like, what? <laughs> I gotta go. I gotta go tuck my kids in. <laughs> but like seven of us came, so that was fun. Seven um, of who? So, what do you mean? Seven, of, seven of us came. Of who? The, we. I just posted it on social media. Man, she posted. Like I said, if you're free, you're there. If you're not, you don't make it. You don't know. Very spontaneous. Yes, like five minutes before. So if you yeah, just okay. happen to have some good clothes, like one girl had to go. Home. I would know. One girl's like, oh, I gotta go get my dancing shoes, and she had to go put on. She was in slippers. She came in some some chocolates. I am sure nobody believes you right now. Listen, if you're in the office, call up. <laughs> Let's let these people know. Nina, don't give you no warning. So facts, okay? Um, fun fact. I actually put it also on social media. That was the text on the post that I put. You have to take your colleagues, your workers, your employees, your partners, anything, anyone that you work with, you need to know how to separate from work. And just go out and forget sometimes. Not only it puts you closer to work, but mentally it clears your brain. It makes you want to do more. It makes it more fun uh, to make more. And it somewhat resets your brain after an insane work day. You know what that's called? You know what that's called? Let's hear it. Team building. It makes the team great when you go out, you hang out. Right. Yeah. But don't mess around with no bananas like Liz on them. That's not how you team build. No, 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 no. No. But um, <laughs> truthfully speaking, it was so much fun. It was a good reset that day because we worked so hard. We filmed so much that we didn't even get to post yet. We posted just um, what naturally we took out the phone and we posted that video that also went viral. I was so happy with the results, right? Yes. Um, so it's a big building in the Bronx. It's the third building that we're working with and it is huge and it's a success and thank God we're doing well. And I need everyone who thinks about real estate to come and join us. Um, if you have real estate, uh, experience, you're more than welcome, uh, to come and learn. There's so much to do. 
And I want to let you know that um, we don't necessarily call for newcomers because we're not the agency that will, you know, give you all these um, tutoring and training that you expect to have once you come into the real estate. And I'm straight up. I'm not going to waste nobody's time. You know, we are simply hustlers who just organically looking to work and hustle, reach out to contacts and work on everything that we have. So if they come, I just ask them to join us and hear out and learn. Now, I've been in the game for a minute. And I've been around to different places. And so being here at Five Borough, the difference that I see being here and while I'm still here, besides the podcast, um, is that Nina, I don't know how she does it. I don't know if she made a deal with the devil. I, I don't know. She gets busy and she has product to move. Right. And yeah. so a lot of a lot of difficulties in other agencies and other places where you could work is everybody's fighting for scraps because there's no, they're fighting for leads when there's no properties that the company's giving you the keys to that is your in-house listing. Am, am I correct? Nina? You're right. Yeah, you're right. Um, it's mainly persistency. Um, it's really keeping in touch and knowing and remembering who you've worked with before because a referral is your best business card, they say. You know, if you've done right by someone and tomorrow someone asks them how you've been doing, the fact that they say they, even if you say they've done well, they've done okay, they, they got the job done, nothing is easy, but then this is what you live off of. You want to make sure that even that all the time you make so much money off of that one deal, you need to expect and to believe in yourself in the future that you're going to make more someplace else. So it's not all the time about money. It's your word. It's your word. And I'm a man of my word. And I, I say it at least once a day to people who um, question my work sometimes, those who don't know me. Uh, I always say, you know, it's not all about money. And if I make sure that I give you my word to do something right, I will get it done, even if I, God forbid, lose. This is where business is. Right. And see, my wife is also an agent, right? And you're, or she's also a broker too, but you're, you're a broker. She's a broker. The thing about real estate isn't like you can't sit around and celebrate. You can celebrate a closing, you could, but you always have to have that next thing, that next deal, that next rental, that next. You can't fly too high. You can't fly too low. You have to keep it going, right? Mm -hmm. And you, as a broker, your job, is to make sure your team eats, mm -hmm. right? Your team job. Um, not all the time. No, no, no. What I'm saying by um, make sure. But they, I'll tell you why. What, what, I know what you mean. Yes. Yeah, go what, ahead. What go I ahead. mean Sorry. is like, yeah. yes, they have to do what they're supposed to do, right? But you also have to create avenues for them to succeed, right? It takes, you have to meet in the middle. You can't, the, age, the broker is never going to just feed one agent and just give them all the business. No, but they're going to set you up for success. And you only fail if you don't step up and do what you need to do when you say hustle, right? Yeah. We have to, we have to bring something to the table, Correct. right? Because yeah. if you need to teach us and nurture us and yeah, you, you might not make any money. 
Correct. Because like I said last week, you get Nina on the phone. You got to be a fast. You got to talk real fast to get Nina on the phone. She ain't teaching you nothing. You know what I mean? Sometimes I don't even think she hear you, to be honest with you, until you say, oh, it's in contract. <laughs> Everything else would be like, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> because she's playing chess. You know, and so you can't come up to her with some checkers and she's playing chess. So you have to figure it out and come with solutions. So that's why I say you meet in the middle. Right. She'll yes. give you she'll give you the keys. But if you crash the car, that's on you. True. Um, exactly. Like you said, you're holding the, the steering wheel. And if you're going to know that you're going to hustle, it doesn't matter where you go and what company you join. It's all up to you. As for me specifically, personally, what I do, and yes, I know people and I bring work to the table, I cannot do it all on my own. And you need to know how to share. Being greedy in this business will give you no business. Being greedy in this business will give you some iron bracelets, <laughs> you know, because then you're constantly trying to hit a grand slam and then you take shortcuts and then you'll be in court. God forbid. Correct. And, and you don't want to hire somebody like that either, where you're tiptoeing the line of legal and illegal because you want to make some money. Sure. So you need to know how to share. So back to what I was saying, I happen to have the ability to bring a lot of uh, properties to work with. So I know and I like and I need to share with our agents with our colleagues to ensure that we get the deal done. Cause it's not just about bringing business and then it's not just about slapping it on the market and then wait for it to move. You need to be there to sell. And if I bring you to our team to work together, we need to work. Likewise, we need to be looking, not physically, but looking, talking, having similar knowledge to be able to sell and move that product. Right. Yep. What are you laughing at? I'm laughing because, you know, the craziest thing that people are not going to understand is seeing the agent when they're broke and seeing the agent when they start closing three or four deals. And then you like and then and then they're thinking they're your boss. Like, 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 like I'm the man. I just closed three. deals, And the next thing you know, we got to find a new agent because <laughs> it's bye bye. It's very unmotivating, especially, mm -hmm. you know, when you work on something and it blows up, unfortunately. But this is why you work on things simultaneously. You work on a few things simultaneously. You make sure that you don't just run this one deal because you never know what could happen. A deal is not a deal until it closes. And until before you know it, things could either close super fast or you can work on something again, God forbid, for like two years. And then it doesn't necessarily close very unmotivating one just happened to me i've been working on this file for so long and then the dude got a short uh cold feet very hard what are you yes. gonna do you're gonna make them leave you're gonna say hey you gotta sell that's their house it's where they grew right. up in right so that's why you have to work on a few things simultaneously and make sure that you do your best there's only so much you can do but always remember the number one killer of deals is what do you know chris killer of deals killer of deals greed uh, no. Uh, lawyers? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Really? You sure? <laughs> they are they definitely are. on the list. They are. Um, what is it? Yes. Communication? Almost. No, but also on the list. Okay. Number one deal killer is Go ahead. time. 
time, if you don't follow up on time, okay. if you don't move things on time, if you don't push, whether it's an appraisal, a contract that was signed, it wasn't submitted on time, the dude filed for a new car before you put it in, um, you know, time is the number one deal killer. Make sure that you follow up on everything on a timely matter. And that's why you have to have a good team because no one person is an island, right? Yeah. There's sometimes you have to delegate and sometimes we support each other. And it's not about how much, well, for me, how much I'm going to get because I made a, a, a call. Like, really, dude? Like, you, uh, no. What comes around goes around. Like, we we really support. And not only that, it creates a great energy, a great balance, a great, everybody has their time to shine. You yeah. know, I was talking to an agent. I'm like, look, you, you may right now, you're trying to figure things out. Be patient. I, I've seen different agents work through the tough times and get a landslide of money that when it just all comes together and it happens, you know? Yeah, for sure. So you always also uh, want to save for, they call it for the darkest day. Um, mm. You made a deal happen. Don't make a dollar and spend three. Yep. Save it. Keep it together. Keep it for an investment. Keep it for a deal that you want to go in with a partner. So this is something that we want to make sure that we keep and not close one deal and fly to Europe. Yeah. <laughs> right after yeah. closing. Yeah, sit there and pay. And, and the next thing you know, you owe, you owe the because the government don't take taxes out of our money. We have to pay our taxes. We don't, we get, uh, we get all our money up front, but then Uncle Sam comes and say, hey, we get, what is it, 30 to 35% unless you have your own business and you finagle it to, to, to lower that percentage down. But you have to pay a percentage of everything you get to Uncle Sam. Am I correct? Yeah. So you have to pay percentage. Not Well, you're talking about what? Uh, capital commission. gain? No, commission. Like oh. when you get your commission and you get paid, you just you can't spend it without thinking that you're not because there's no taxes. You get paid straight from your commission, which is supposed to get. But you have to pay taxes However you do it, if you do it quarterly or yearly, you have to budget for that. Correct. You can't go off and buy a fur coat and be traveling first class and, you know, buying helicopters or whatever. And the next thing you know, oh, I didn't pay taxes, which happens to people when they get a lot of money. Correct. Um, as a matter of fact, I was wondering, um, someone was talking to me about 1031 exchange, mm. something that I heard they changed up a little bit. Um, do you know anything about that? 1031, 1031 exchange, exchange is when you're selling your house to buy another house, right? All right. Correct. But time-wise, do you know what's the timing as for uh, how fast you need to buy? Because it 30. used to be a 30 with an extension of another 30 with an extension of another 30. Okay. So all in all should be 90. And then uh, yesterday or two days ago, someone told me that it's 45 days even and that's it. Wow. So I was really surprised to, to know that. Um, but you know, you sell, you need to uh, definitely calculate those things, uh, whether it's your primary home or not, because then not only you have to pay transfer taxes, city state, you also need to pay, um, capital again. So, so what is your mo like in this business? What is like other than money? Let's just say you don't get paid money, right? Let's just say you get yeah. You, there's no money you can make that's going to be like, let's just say you're going to make a lot of money. Let's put it that way. So take money off the table. Okay. What excites you to wake up every day in this business? Um, it's funny because we, we've done that a couple of days ago. We did reels that we're going to advertise soon. 
What excites me? Um, I think it's the satisfaction. And I, people may hear me and say she's so BSing right now because mm. um, everybody loves money. Yes, I love money. But what I really truthfully uh, enjoy is the satisfaction, is to see the people getting so excited to buy their home, to plan when they ask me to, you know, when right before closing, when they ask me permission to go into the house to start measuring with their new furnitures, that you see their happiness and excitement in their face. Mm. And I love it. I just love it. And yes, I love money. But um, that satisfaction really gets me going. So that's, uh, that's what makes me going. See, me, I'm happy when I love bringing people together, right? We okay. put this podcast together. Um, when the team is, when we come in and we have those office meetings and people are happy because they're, wow, I love that. they're getting commissions or they're figuring it out. Yeah. Um, and I love uh, just seeing the process, right? Like, like going from, you know, some of these houses we have, you don't want to be in them, right? Going from that stage to just seeing the end process of how luxurious they become, it's a beautiful thing. It's just like, it's just kind of like um, taking someone off the street, cleaning them up, and then they, they're becoming a professional. It's like similar to that, like just watching the transformation and then you do it over and over and over. It's a beautiful thing to watch. Yeah. And um, you mentioned coming together and meeting everyone at the office meetings. Do yes. you know how important it is in real estate to get together. Yes, yeah, sometimes, you know, a lot of people run to me and they say, wow, you do so much fun for them and you guys are getting together so much <laughs> and they think I'm bored uh, doing this sometimes. But you know what? And again, thank God, food, food, food. Um, every time we get together with agents who haven't seen each other, a deal happens. happens. So I'll give you the quickest example. Last um, office meeting. Uh, we haven't had one in like two weeks. Okay. Mm -hmm. But last office meeting, an agent came with a possible rental. She said, Oh, the guy wants to rent it. I don't know what to do. Um, I'm going to look for someone. And then another agent said, but that's exactly where my client wants to be. Is right. he not going to want to sell it by any chance? I have a buyer that could pay this amount of money. And she said, you know what? Fine. Let me try to convince him. She calls him up right there. And then he said, Okay, fine. Let me see what you can get me. Dude, they left the meeting, drove straight there. Thankfully, it was like um, 12, 15 minute ride. They went there. He called up the buyer. They met over there and they got the deal in contract. Yes. Love. I love yes. it. You never know. You, you never always know. need to be in office meetings. And you know what? A lot of realtor, uh, a lot of uh, realty companies um, make you come to the office every morning at 10 o'clock. Nine, whatever, nine, ten. At least once a day, you have to come into the office. Yes. I don't make people do that. I don't believe in it so much. I do believe in getting people together, but I don't believe to, you know, I don't believe well, in making someone come to the office every day. People I, have lives. I have a different philosophy. In my opinion, if you're in the office, you're not making money. Even though now times are changing, yeah. to me, the money is outside. It's yeah, out. It's, sure. it's out there. That's where the money is. That's where the people are, right? That's where, can I take your order, sir? Like, can I help you? What do you need, right? What are you going through? Um, oh, you want to move upstate? You want to, so we need to find you a place upstate and sell this home because, yes, you're downsizing. 
right? So how can I get, but when you come into the office, sometimes if you have an issue, you come, you bring it to the office, we discuss it, we, 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 it's a think tank, we come together, get you a solution and move forward. You know, and you know what I love? Some of the agents, like the other day, someone called me and said, Chris, I forgot to call you. Your words meant so much to me. Thank you so much. I'm good. That's so cute. I'm good. Right. right? You know what Tell I mean? Me. Yeah. It's like, it's like, I'm good. I don't really, you know, cause I'm not really talking to you for a thank you. I just heard something and had a opinion that may have mattered for your situation. Yeah. Um, it's very important to me then to come to the office at some point, but not Maybe not every day. It just depends, I guess, on the nature of the type of real estate. Some people make cold calls. Some people make meetings. Some people do door knocking. Some people make, yes. you know, mailers. I'm not saying that it's legal, but I'm just giving examples of different scenarios. But um, everyone, that's the beauty of real estate that you could do so much. Yes. Um, and it doesn't necessarily mean that you're a realtor uh, that your Sundays are gone or that your nights are, you know, screwed up or that your vacation is going to be ruined, even though it, they always make fun of realtors on vacations. Do you see that on Instagram? Yeah. Cause that's you. Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is me. In, in the swimming pool, like hey, she's not in the streets, she's in the swimming pool on Listen, the phone. <laughs> when they ask me to go on vacation and I don't go on a lot of vacations, I like my spot. Okay. I like my home. I like my, my schedule. When they ask me to go on vacation, especially when it's in the busy season. Okay. Which is basically always all the time. Yeah. I tell them, listen, I'll go wherever you guys want. As long as you let me work, like I'll be with you wherever you want. Just please don't be mad at me if I work. Is that hello? Listen, that's her husband loved the guy. He packed her bag. Didn't tell us she was going. She woke up. She was yeah. like, I was upset because we had a podcast that yeah. night, but I figured it out. You know what I'm saying? And and I didn't understand it at that point. But listen, guys, if you are in Fiber Realty and they're watching, you know, Nina should have that chip that you put in the brain instead of a phone because she's always on the phone from 1 a.m., 2 a.m., whatever time working, like I said, playing chess, getting things done. Right. right. I'm not playing yeah, for sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, I mean, you know, yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. speaking. So, yeah. But at the same time, Nina, how do you turn it off? Like, I don't I don't like I said, like, I feel like even when you're not on the phone and somebody's talking to you, like, and you, like, you know how, like, they, they can have words on the top of your head of what you're thinking or something like that. Like, you're probably thinking of a deal like. <laughs> like, oh, should I call this owner back? But it's like, not that I'm hearing and not listening. I'm listening, but simultaneously I'm multitasking. <laughs> She's multi-thinking. Like <laughs> multi-thinking. Yeah, multi-thinking. That's the right word to say. Like, but then you tell me when do you take off? But you really do what you love because when you do what you love, you're not really working. Yeah, yeah, but can real estate be an addiction? Absolutely. Mm, yeah. No, yeah. I am. I am fine. Yeah. Hi, I'm Nina Sabah. <laughs> I'm high on and real estate. I am workaholic, specifically. And real it's not just addicted. you. Uh, I see my wife yeah. the same way, the same, like every, like it's just this. Put it deal, this way it's a good deal. addiction, you know? It's, yeah. it's a good addiction. I mean, yeah. of course, nothing too much is ever too good. Nothing. Um, mm. But when you try to balance yourself, at least as much as you try, as much as you can, um, 
then everything falls into place. But nighttime and Shabbat, like, you know, Friday nights until Saturday nights, my phone is obviously completely off. And that's when the family has me, even Saturday night through so, Sunday morning. So, so give us, what do you do when the phone's off? And oh, Like, I wanted boy. to stop by your house and just experience Shabbat. I've been meaning to ask the fam if I could come through. I want to just, I know that we're not supposed to, but I just want to see this. So... <laughs> You, as you know, they're begging us to shove a camera to our lives at least seven hours a week. Seven hours a week, not seven days. Um, we may give in and do this soon. It's it's interesting. I mean, it's interesting because we don't stop. We're not just boring people. You and I. Um, and I shoved you to get this done first. A day in Chris's life. We want to know what you guys think. What do you think for a, a day in Chris's life, and then a day in Nina's life? But wish, anyways, sorry, what? I wish I had a camera on the other day. I was in this house with all these animals and stuff. I ain't gonna lie. I was shook. Got the hell out of there. Bitch. <laughs> and yeah. I almost got killed on uh, East Flatbush listing agreement. Wow. One of the kids were, she had um, a mental illness. She's mm. bipolar. And she decided that she doesn't like me. Mm, and a girl came at me. And thank God the mother was there to protect me. And I just... I acted like I'm not afraid, but deep inside my heart, I was dying like it was so bad. So listen, we're going to come back and we're going to talk about that, but we're going to take a break. We'll be right back. Sure. Fine. Hey, what's up, you guys? It's your girl, Chrissy, here to let you know that the Evening Rush Network now has an app. Yes, an app, you guys. So you can stay connected on the go and watch all your favorite podcast shows. You can download the app at Google Play Store or Apple iTunes. So spread the word. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Also, if you're looking to start a podcast and really don't know how, well, hit us up at the Evening Rush Network at gmail.com and inquire about time slots, pricings, and everything you may need to get started. We got you. Join the winning team, the Evening Rush Network. And also, download that app. What are you waiting for? <laughs> Get to it. Hi. We're hey. Back. All right. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, I guess next week. Uh, yes. Welcome back. So, Nina, man, we can't be losing you on these deals, man. Got to hire security. It was. I, I know some people. No. As funny as it is. Yes. It's not we funny. should hire security sometimes. Um, you just would never think you're going to meet an older lady who owns a house, personally owned, privately owned. Mm. Shouldn't be a big deal, right? You go right. to her house, and the next thing you know is that the granddaughter who lives downstairs in the basement has mental illness, and wow. she doesn't like to see new people. And I was there to see the house. The lady lives upstairs. She tells me, okay, go downstairs, and I go, and I walk in. The daughter, mm. hi, I see, I say hi to the mother. The daughter sees me and she went ape S. Wow. Okay. She came at me running and I'm not going to say I'm used to it. I'm used to it from dog point of view. Like whenever dogs come at me. Right. Um, aggressively. I right away, I, you know, I play with them and I say, oh, you know, and I, as much as I'm afraid of animals. But why is it always women and you? <laughs> it's like, like maybe I think it was an issue with one guy, but it's mostly women, like always the aggressor with you. Honestly, it just happened to have been someone who's mentally mm. ill, you know? Right. Yeah, she was mentally ill and it was very scary. I had another agent with me that day 
and she was so scared. It's one of her first listing appointments that wow. she was with me. Um, and then she came at her. I stood up, of course. I would always protect whoever I bring in. Um, I stood up and I was ready to take it. As much as I was scared, I said, you know, of course, I would never let anyone get hurt. Um, so I was there and then the mother came in last second. Neighbor realized it. She knew about the situation on how the kid is. Mm. Called the police right away. It was a whole show, um, but I got what I needed to get on a timely matter, and we were out. We were wow. long gone. It was and, very, and, very scary. We and, got the listing, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I, I don't know if I would want that list. I, I like how do you do a showing anyway? But that's neither here nor there. They took her. Um, no, they took her to a facility. Oh, yeah. okay. All right. Every right. now and then they do that, and then they just let mm. them go. Because the kid, I call her a kid. She was thirty. How old? She said oh. she was. She was in her thirties. Yeah. She's a big kid. Big kid. Yeah. Mm. But she acts childish because the mental illness. Um, but very and that's scary. the and that's the challenging part in this business that we have to unfortunately deal with uh, different mentalities when you walk into a home. Um, when I do appraisals, sometimes unfortunately I have to do foreclosure appraisals, mm -hmm. and so I went into this one house and. It wasn't the, I don't know how these people lived in this home. It was terrible. And so this little old lady was showing me around and then her husband came out and he kept ice grilling me like as if I, I owed him money or something. I never, oh never, man. Yeah. So at the end, he walks me out. He grabs my hand, looks me in the eye and says, if you ever come back, oh, I'll man. kill you. I had that too. Yeah. And I looked at him and said, I ain't never coming back to this nasty ass house. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. I was like, pardon my language. I don't want to come back here. Like, no, eh. yeah. and I left. But it's no, I don't need to fight you or argue with you or get into yeah, it. Because, it's not worth it. Because it's, it's not worth the risk. It's not sure. even about a risk. Your situation's already terrible. Yeah, I wouldn't want to yeah. live. I, like, this is before COVID. I needed a mask. It was funky in that house. Like, you're already going through something that there's no need for me to pile on. We don't need to fight. You already fighting something else. Yeah. No, you know? it is. It's definitely uh, scary. This business is not all uh, roses and. Uh, no, you're gonna work for your money. 
you're going to work for your money, you know, but, but at the end of the day, when I left, I really wish that I could have helped them in that situation. Right. I, I really wish I had the ability to disarm him and find out what they needed, what they, but because the house was funky, it was hot. I had to get up out. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, I could not deal with that situation in that time. And also I had another appointment, but sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, we think of the, the action, right. And not take a step back and realize mental illness, realize desperation. Um, and sometimes people, even though they're in a bad situation, they also being attacked by a million people who are trying to mm-hmm. like, offer get them, them out. Yeah, yeah. Like try to sell them pie in the sky. And really just steal their house. Very and scary. so, yes, it's a very scary business in so many ways. So sometimes I just have to find grace to to when when people come at you with that anger as if you're putting them in foreclosure. Right. Yeah. So. Um, so the topic of the uh, of the day is. Um, if you someone you're going to get married, would you pay thousands of dollars for a wedding or spend some of the money and take the rest and buy your first house together. What says you, Nina? I feel like if it's um, a family that is well known in a community um, and have money, they would probably want to show off and do a Mm. big wedding for their kids. All right, let's just say your family's not paying for it. You are husband and wife. You're putting you're you're doing it. Just say there's no family, you're doing it. So that splits into, I believe, um, two ways. Either you want to put everything in your wedding, money-wise, because that's your dream day and you want to make it special, or if you're the man, you want to make sure that your wife feels like you've done everything to her satisfaction. Um, sometimes you get thrown away by love and they say love is blind. Sometimes Mm. you may put everything you have, uh, for love. And then you find yourself in a position where you made a big mistake and then it's too late. So for you personally, your wedding day was everything at that time. You really want to know? Of course I do. Cause I know it really wasn't. So before (laughs) I got married as a kid, growing up into my teens uh, as my as I was growing I came here as a teen and then growing up as a teenager going into almost yeah uh, not 20 years old I was working every weekend in wedding halls um mm. so I was actually working with DJs uh with photographers with uh I was doing a lot I was working all the time I loved it and not that I have much, not that I've had much choice because my parents didn't have money. So I worked my way up. So for seven years, I remember working so much in wedding halls and I've seen people get married, communions, bar mitzvahs, everything. That place that I worked at was in Great Neck. I worked in a bunch of places, but because that big wedding hall Leonard's was right next to my house, I worked there the most. And I said, if there is a place that I'm ever not getting married at is (laughs) in that place, because I see it every weekend. Nothing's going to be special for me. And then came the time when I found my special one and it was ready to get married. 
we were um, debating what to do. And he was like, why don't we go for that place? And I said, dude, what are you talking about? I've been living in that place technically, like seriously, really, I'm going to do that. But then I thought about it and I said, okay, fine. I need to buy a house. I need to buy a house and I don't have that much money. I don't have so much help. Yes, I've made money as a teen, but I had fun. You know, when you're a kid, you don't think about the next day. You just right. spend it all. Right. So, of course, I became brighter and I thought more. And we made a decision to marry in that wedding hall. <laughs> so I got hooked up with everything. You know, obviously, I worked with photographers and uh, florists and everything, basically caterers and all of that. So, so, so your wedding didn't come at a price like you still were able to get your home and have your yes. wedding, right? If it wasn't for the place that I worked at and getting hooked up, no, I would never spend so much money. See, here's the thing. For me, it was the opposite. I already had the house, right? Um, it was a foreclosure. Um, didn't move in, didn't do anything. So my wife got to pick out and 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 we opened the kitchen up. Do it before we. But hold on, before yeah. you got married. Yes, before we got when we were engaged. You bought a house before you right, got married. Yes, Good yes. For so you. it kind of worked. You know, it was kind of one of those things that worked like a bang bang. Like, wow, that, like just so cool. everything worked out. But I'm going to tell you, folks, this question is as great as a hypothetical, right? And Nina's playing it all cool. But when you propose to a woman and you give it a ring, she transforms. She could be so like, <laughs> I don't need this. I don't need that. When you put that engagement ring on that finger, you're looking at limousines. You're looking at Benzes. You're looking at like helicopter rides. Like they want, the, you're looking at like you clap your hands and you got white pigeons flying on your wedding day. I'm sorry. And guys, if I could advise you on anything, don't believe nothing. Once you give them that ring, they transform. And Nina can't, she's not going to tell us the truth. I need a husband here because I know. He also came from no money, so he appreciated it. I don't everything. care. I came from no money. I still found them white pigeons to go over us. <laughs> I called Mike Tyson like, yo, come through with the birds. Come through. Yeah. Like, I'm serious. We were on the water. We got married on the water. Wow. Uh, and so it was Fancy. a beautiful. Yeah, it was nice. But listen. If I could do it all over again, I would buy a better house. It lasts longer. That memory was great. But the memories we create in the house is just better. But the bridezilla, when you put that ring on the finger, guys, be prepared. You're going to have to get five jobs. You know what I mean? <laughs> you might need that X app, Twitter. I mean, you know? <laughs> like, seriously, it's just a different ball game when when people want to get married and and some dudes get a little interesting too um but it is a once god willing a once, once in, in a lifetime, lifetime event you could always buy a house literally you could always as a matter of fact next week we got a a great uh, a topic for next week um it's going to be 40 houses under 40 and Nina's going to break it down but yes you could always buy and sell real estate but you're only going to have one marriage, right? Yeah, for sure. Make it the most, make it the best. If you think going down into the justice of peace is special for you and that's how you want to do it, that's your choice, right? Yeah. That's kind of wax. 
No, <laughs> I mean, yeah, like, you know, it, it is what it is. Yeah, some yeah. couples choose to go away and get married and do a smaller wedding. Um, it doesn't necessarily mean it costs less, right? Um, but when you have a lot of people, you then you have the choices whether you do the sit down dinner or you're gonna do the uh, what do you call it, the catering, yes. no, the buffet. You know, it just depends on on your situation. But all in all, if you could save, save. I tell this to everybody. I tell this to everyone. Save. Don't spend too much money on your wedding. Oh, but it's my first wedding. Um, Not my first wedding. They say, oh, but it's my wedding day. I want it to be special. When I hear them answer like this, I say, okay, dude, I'm done here. Um, I'm not going to convince you otherwise. But um, those who do listen to me, thank me afterwards. One of the worst expense, like a lot of stuff you pay for in your wedding is such a waste of money. You know what the number one waste of money thing is to me? Flowers. What's number two? Uh, hall. The uh, wedding, wedding dress. Hall. The, w- uh, nah, the, the dress. hall is great. You have a party, you eat, you're going to have to pay. that. That That's not really a waste. But the wedding dress, you're never going to wear it again. Then if you think you're going to give it to your kids and then they don't fit it, what's like really? like? And then you save in this dress and then you got to pay to like have it stored somewhere like I was like why isn't there a place where I you also could just, think it's a waste of money yeah like where you could just rent like guys rent tuxedos why couldn't there be like a yeah. wedding dress that you could rent just for that I don't need to own that crap I still got my wife's wedding I'm like looking at it like why like you know my daughter is gonna be taller than my wife she's not gonna fit that wedding dress <laughs> you know what I mean she's gonna need a wedding dress extension or something like yeah so sometimes but again it's a once in a lifetime ceremony. So it is whatever you make it. Yeah, for sure. I imported my wedding dress. I'm sure you did. I but told you. I'm it only you. cost me $900. Mm-hmm, I bet you. I promise. $900, $900 20 years ago. Yeah. Okay. So listen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't listen to her. I know. I know. But I do hear her negotiate. So I could tell you this she didn't pay top dollar for a thing. And another thing too, like this is a real estate show and we talk business, right? The beautiful thing about a marriage is you learn to negotiate, you learn to budget, compromise, and you get a preview into the future. For sure. Because that compromise, that budget, it ain't going nowhere. When you're paying for school, you're paying for food, you're paying for mortgages. Yes, you're a team. Yeah. And definitely don't have kids if you don't have money and or help because then it I, ruins i disagree them. have kids they could be your dishwasher they could be <laughs> have to have, they're uh, not going to be good because they're going to break your dishes but still <laughs> no look there are religions that believe that every child brings their own blessing right their luck right okay okay fine all right but it's it's expensive and you need help. And if you don't have that help and if you don't have the money to hire help, who gets hurt? The relationship. Right. But if you're in real estate and you're getting listings and you're doing what you need to do, you're going to make it. Yes. Right. Because yeah. we work with people. It's funny. If you work here, you're getting married every freaking year. Somebody gets married in this company. It's like, I don't. What's in the water? Here? Excuse me. I'm like every year, like I meet, I mean, I forgot the name of the gentleman. I met him one day. Next thing you know, oh, I'm getting married. I'm like what? And six pregnancies. Oh, like not including mine. Yeah. 
Yeah. But but then again, that's how I met you. I met you. She was just out of the. Oh, I just gave birth last week. I'm like, what? <laughs> what are you? What are you? What are you doing here? Shouldn't you like what? What's going on? And she's laughing because it's true. Like she's right out because at the same time, when you move for your family, you're not gonna lose. Yeah, dude, I was locked up in the hospital for two months. They had me in a locked up because you nobody told you to have twins. <laughs> And I guys, did closings. Really I did closings kids. in the hospital. I still have to go visit them. Uh, to thank I'm them. sure. I'm sure. I'm sure you were closing while you were giving birth. Uh, not wild, <laughs> but right before and after. So let's go back to uh, real estate and weddings. Now right. you got married and you want to buy a house. Right. You have. Did you know that you have the option to purchase a house with a non-occupant? co-borrower do you know what that is no explain that what is so that, it's a new thing that they came out with non-occupant borrower meaning you are allowed to buy a house and if you don't have enough income your co-borrower you can bring in someone to your application um who is who doesn't have to live there okay not mm -hmm. necessarily going to live there um but they have to be a mother father brother sister cousin well, she said it's something like that, like a, an arm's length, like someone that's somehow connected by family. Right. Okay. Or something to ha that have to do with a gift, like someone that you can show that um, gave you money before, like oh, like a family relation. Right. You know, so a non-occupant uh, car borrower, it's called. It's a huge plus because um, someone can have their home already and could still uh give you their name to you know to to buy a house so that's a huge plus for new homeowners um makes it easier for you to purchase now not only that right like while you're getting married you could use your wedding as a fundraiser like a GoFundMe, so that after your marriage you can use those funds to put down as your down payment as a gift for your house right? how cool right yeah yeah i heard of that but tell me more you have like uh, GoFundMe as in like the public GoFundMe? No, like not necessarily GoFundMe, but let's just say you instead you ask everybody coming to give you a certain amount. Maybe let's just say $150 per person. And let's say you have a 300 people at your wedding. Right. Let's just say. And that money doesn't go for you to go on your uh, honeymoon. honeymoon. I mean, you probably could. Then everybody would just call you a con artist and a scam. But if you hold true to your word, you can create at least fifty, twenty-five to fifty thousand dollars to put as a down payment on your home. Have you gone to your honeymoon? Uh, I went on my honeymoon two years later because me too. Yeah, we were renovating our house, so we were putting in designer kitchens and bathrooms and and you know what? What's the most important room for you? Kitchen. Exactly. Exactly. So when you're designing these things, we not didn't... that I'm a big kitchen person, but no, yeah. but everybody hangs out in the kitchen. Yeah, right? we when hang out have... definitely yes, like around... 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. We're there. In the kitchen. Like, who needs a dining room, right? I don't even sit in the living room. Like, no, why? Yeah. Dining room is fun. Actually, you're right. So that's how I thought of it up until the fact that we bought a house. And then I said, dude, I want a huge dining table. 14 seater. He was like, what are you crazy? So yeah, 14 seater. I want a separate dining area that I could have a big table all the time and not have to shove uh, plastic chairs whenever people come over because right. we're a people. Per we are a people people. <laughs> we <laughs> like to have people. So it's fun to have a big uh, 
dining room table. You should, yeah. should try. Well, nowadays there's a lot of trend like transformable type furniture that yeah. hides and creates space because yeah. you can do like today more so than it was 20 years ago, 15 years ago. So it's interesting. Yeah, for sure. But I still like, even when I go to your house, I hang out in your kitchen. Like I just like go right there, sit there. And okay, we, a 15 we, foot island. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's pretty dope. Like we sit there, like I'm waiting for the sous chef. Like I'm a, one day your husband took sous out some chef. meat and I was mad. I had to leave. I was like, he's like, you eat this. I was like, yeah, I eat that brother. Yeah, we're like, we're gonna do something for yeah, sure. Yeah, it was for like sure, we chaining sure. recipes. I was like, I can help you cook. Yeah, but no, but it is nice that island to sit. So I would say the kitchen is the number one room, and then the bathroom's number two. But the bathroom is the worst place, though. It's like when people come over, I don't I don't want them in my bathroom. <laughs> That's why I have a powder room. That's why I want to build like a a porta potty. <laughs> Today, I I actually was in a very big powder room. I took mm. a video. I'm gonna put it together maybe for next week's show. But I was in a very big powder room, like a bedroom of just toilet and a vanity with a sink. That's it. Not not a half a bathroom. Not not a stand up shower. Not a to- just. Toilet and then just see. I wanted my powder room to have like a massage table, right? (laughs) So somebody come out and be like, "Hey, you know, come over and you get you have your own personal masseuse, and then the chef cooking downstairs, and then your nanny running around with the kids." That's my idea. That's my dream. Like you know, yeah. But a powder room is a big plus to have. Some people buy homes that are renovated without that bathroom on the first floor. And people have to walk up to your bedroom sometimes, sometimes to the bathroom upstairs, through the stairs, down to the basement. Not fun. So it's very convenient to connect the plumbing from the kitchen to form even not a five by seven bathroom. You can just have a four by six, you know, like people people come over. I just hand them diapers. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's a big plus to have Some a powder wet, wet wipes and diapers. No, but yes, bathroom. But I just would like a portable potty. So that you go there, you ain't messing up my toilet. No, 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 no. And back to being married. Newlyweds are now looking for a place, not necessarily wanting to buy. What else could they do? A rent to own, right? Mm, yes. So rent to own. So, so rent to own um, doesn't stick to specific uh rules but it gives you um the option the right of first refusal okay where you rent it out but then the owner when they decide to sell they give you the first choice okay so you have the first choice to purchase it or and or you pre-arrange that a portion of that rental uh payment will go towards your down payment so that means in most cases you'll be paying a little bit more than market value if let's say it's worth uh, 33 to 3500 you'll pay 4000 and then every week five or six hundred dollars the landlord set aside for a down payment but they also have to know that if you're not in a position to purchase it after so-called whatever time that you agree on they need to give it back to you not fun and most likely will not be given back to you exactly but you need to make sure you have a good attorney to ensure that you have that provision in the contract now i'm gonna say this and i don't know this might be Maybe I shouldn't say it, but I feel like today is more challenging for new homeowners than it was yesterday. So if you need to live with your in-laws for a little bit, right? Or if you need to find a place to, like you said, rent where it's not that expensive and you could build your war chest or your your money up so that you can and not only move in 
to your place, but have enough money for furniture, have enough money just in case a roof or, or there's some issues that you need to make to um take care of because you you're not gonna know you have to, it takes about a year or two to really get to know your house. So you're not gonna know if the plumbing is that great because you can't see through the walls. Yeah. So that's why it's an interesting time. And so you don't want to just buy a house and deplete all your funds as well. Because that's kind of sort of how people go into foreclosure because you spend all your money, then things pop up, then you fall into debt, then you fall behind. So we don't want newlyweds just to take everything they have just to purchase a home either, right? Yeah. Do you ever have your in-laws come over and sleep over your house? No comment. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. In the beginning. Yes. Yes. Definitely. Why, Why in the beginning? We were newlyweds. So what? Oh, to help you with the kids? No, it was before kids. It was just, we were newlyweds and, you know, my, my, my wife loves her mom and, you know, so just come over and stay the night. Oh, okay, okay. You know, come over with family. You come over, we have family. Like before you have the kids, like it, it's actually fun. You hang out. But when you have the kids, everything changes. <laughs> You're so, busy with your own family. Right. Sure. But in the beginning, yeah, we hang out, we go out. We, we drove to Virginia with her mom. Like we just, as we were a little family, just me, her and her mother. Do you ever sleep in their home? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do you ever sleep in your parents' house? No. Okay. Once I left high school, I've never slept in my mom's house ever again. Stop it. Yeah. I was, I was on the streets, guys. I was out. Never went back. Hmm. Yeah, last time I stayed there, I was in like my sophomore year in college. Wow. And I was out. And where are they now? No, oh, my mom's in the Bronx. Oh. Yeah, she lives in uh yeah, she lives in the Bronx. Okay. So I go and see her. I might go see her next week. Wait, tell it was me. It's her birthday, too. Oh, happy yeah. birthday, mother. Yeah, happy birthday, mom. <laughs> you have yeah. siblings, Chris? I, I don't talk to her know. about the podcast all the time. I have a little brother. I have a little, little brother. I have a brother-in-law. Who's great? He's a pastor. Brother-in-law. Yes. No, uh, your own sibling. No, no. I have two little sisters, two younger sisters. Oh, yeah. okay. Good to know. Sorry, out of yeah. uh, subjects for a little bit. Yeah. Um. And you? You have brothers? I have two brothers and a sister. Yeah. And a mother that here is heaven. I can't wait to meet her. My mother is yeah, real estate chart. Yeah. And have you guys stayed the night with her? In her house? I wish everyone went back to our country. So unfortunately, no one is here. No, when you go back, do you stay the night in when house? The only reason we go to visit is to see them. Okay. If they were here, I probably would have never gone. But um, it's far. Listen, it's 12, it's 11 hour flight mm. with little children. Um, all in all that, you know, just that flight alone is not easy. But um yeah we go we visit have you ever been in the dead sea probably not have you gone i have an 84 year old client you guys 84 year old client christian man very nice guy from um from haiti um he heard that the dead sea is so beautiful and um so good for your skin and you have the very famous um church Mm. in jerusalem um he went there he went there and I didn't know there is a whole thing like a prearranged trips to Israel for oh. Christians. You also have for Catholics and for other uh, religions, but he had a blast. That dude was ready to move there. Okay. Everyone should visit Israel, you guys. Well, we are definitely down. 
to take that 11 hour what 10 hour flight mm -hmm. yes <laughs> yeah i don't know i don't like flying so that's gonna be very oh i don't but like I, flying you don't you you don't hate flying more than i do that's for sure yeah i do i did i hate the whole traveling i hate the guys i wish we had time my I biggest know. trip was wild <laughs> wild Jet i may Blue go i may canceled go, so. my flight coming back Shut and up. then would not refund me the money i had to pay to stay an extra night i am heated they rejected my my talking about oh it was out of your control how's it out of your control you didn't okay. have a plane okay. anyway yes. it is what it is guys it was so great talking to you tonight um if you uh, we hope that you enjoy the show yes i always enjoy being here with you chris thank you so much for a beautiful evening have a Good night, and we'll see you in a week. Good night, and God bless. Bye.